I love saying these names. Yeah, Africa's got such attitude. <laughs> so when I, I receive a song and, and I listen to it and I'm thinking, we've got to get to know these interesting people. So the song I received was Nandi Unga Tandabuzi. It's from Neville Newman. Neville, hello. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm well. I'm <laughs> together. Neville, let's find out who you are as a person if you had to introduce yourself to people who've never met you before. But, you know, just the normal guy, not the biography with all the titles. Just you. Who, who's Neville? Uh, Neville is from Port Shepson on the south coast. And I came to Joburg many years ago. Joined many group, gospel singers, won the shout out to fame in 1989. And joined a group by the name of Overjoy. I still play with Overjoy, but I spread my wings around a little bit. So if I meet people like the Zimbabweans that I met, that we collaborated and done the song, Ngatanda Busi, I wrote it, and some guys play the music from Zimbabwe, and we were just having a good time. Neville Newman is well-known in and around Joburg. Okay, that would be the Neville that's on stage. The Neville who's at home, are you the kind of person, you know, are you extrovert, introvert? What do you like, like coffee and, I don't know, you know, the guy that's off stage? Well, yeah, once I'm off stage, yes, 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 yes. I'm a homely person. I don't like going around too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee at home and enjoy just the, the, the things, the grandchildren and stuff. Uh, Turned 65 the other day, got seven grandchildren, <laughs> so that's it. You added to the population, seven grandchildren, and your own children, how many do you have? I have two, two, Christelle and Sinead, just two, two <sighs> girls. Okay, and do, are they also into the music, or are you the music guy in the family? Well, my youngest daughter, yeah, she's, she's into it, she likes singing, she enjoys singing, but she hasn't done anything at the studios and stuff yet, but... I'm trying to introduce her to She's at the church at the moment. Yeah. Ah, she's you the see. And the music in your life, where does it come from? Did you inherit it from the family or is it something unique to you? Unfortunately, uh, yeah. We were, we were lucky with my mother. I was only grown up by my mom. My, uh, my father wasn't around, so we were like seven in the family. Mm. And... My mother taught us how to sing. So we sang even the days when things were bad, we never had food or whatever happening. We just sang those songs, Andre Kraut, soon, very soon. All those old hymns. Yeah, God was, uh, that's the way we stayed in the things of the Lord. And that's why I'm still here praising God in song. Is, would you would you harmonize the lot of you if you're singing together like that? I can only imagine if you're seven in the wow. family, seven part harmony. That's awesome. I can't wait to get to family gatherings because <laughs> that's all we do when we're together. I've lost about two members of the family, so we're down to five, but we're still praising the Lord. And when we meet, oh, yes, oh, yes, it's bright and sing. <laughs> it's choir stuff. What about Jesus? Where did you meet him in life? Uh, we grew up in uh, in a church. We grew up with some missionaries from the States. Uh, so we were in the church. And when I really accepted the Lord is when I really, I was I was desiring the things of the Lord, like the Holy Spirit and, and 
when people were getting filled with the Holy Spirit, I needed that. And I was small. I think I was about seven years old when God filled me in the Holy, Holy Ghost. And he gave me a song to sing. And I just keep writing songs for everybody. And so that's where I am now at the moment. I love the Lord and I'll never depart. I'll always be. <laughs> you always be. Yeah. Uh, yes. And and when life was so hard, I mean, when you're saying that sometimes you didn't have food, but you could sing, when life really, really gets hard, why don't you doubt God then? Yes, we doubt the Lord. Even now, everyday life, we always trust that God can do things for us. And yet, uh, we, we always believe that God can do things, but we don't trust it. We have that doubt and say, well, Lord, I did pray that this must happen or that must happen. But then you you have that, uh, that I've just said that prayer and then let it go. You know, you don't just let it go. You say that prayer and you believe that God can do it. And that's where the difference is. Let's not doubt. Don't be like a doubting Thomas. Mm. <laughs> just lean upon his promise. What he says, he does. Amen. Yes, that's the Lord. Ooh. <laughs> was it I ever think, tested? Did you ever go through really hard times that tested your faith? Very hard times. Where growing up, yes, very hard times. So there was days we never ate for days and days. But my mom always made sure that things happen. Eventually, she didn't. We didn't die. We didn't die. We trusted God. God carried us through the bad times, and also in the good times. I left home when I was very young because of the same reason I had to get out and go and work and to support the house. But God was on our side all the time. Till today, I haven't been home, as in home. I just go and visit uh, whenever. But you know what? God has been good and he's looked after all our needs. And, he's, and that's why. We still serve the Lord till today because mm. we've seen His wonders, we've seen His works, we know what He does. Wow. And then you got your yeah. own family, and now you've got to support not only yourself, but others around you as well. Did those principles that you learned the hard way, is it something that still carries you today? That is actually what carried, you know, I went through a, a terrible part of my life that. Uh, I actually uh, got away from the Lord. I started blaming him for many things that was happening in my life. So while I was in that bad place, uh, because of, you know, once you get involved with Jesus, once you, once you have a relationship somehow with the Lord, you just can't, you can't stay away. Wherever you go, everybody will look at you and say, that's my brother, that's, that's the one that used to sing gospel in the church. He sings in open airs. He sings all over. Look at the stages. But I thank God that I wasn't in that position because God also put in my that thing that hey, even though we're going through the valleys of the shadows of death, we fear no evil, or we are not afraid of anything that is going to bite us like sinful things. You just stay in that. I didn't stay there. It was my mom's prayers and my mom's stuff that kept me going. 
Because it's Join here, well. especially if mm. you've grown up in a Christian household, if you then fall away and people want to talk to you about Jesus, you've heard it all. You've heard all the sermons and everything like that. How did how did you get back to Jesus then to a place where today you know that you know that you know there is nothing outside of him? <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, what can I say? Uh I got in contact with the Lord, and wherever I walked, whatever it, I spoke, it was about the Lord. And even the people that I was with at that time, they knew that I, they've got the wrong friend because I was doing all, trying to do what they were doing, but you know, the guilt and, and the stuff was always with me because I know what it is to walk with the Lord. And um, what brought me back to the Lord was I just couldn't stay down there anymore. I had to get up. How much further can we go? When you lie down, you can only one place you got to look up. And that's where I went. I went up and I asked the Lord just to help me. Actually, I was on Facebook. I put myself there. I said, people, I am lost. I've lost my way. Please, to find my way back. And somebody just help me. Some pastor or somebody, some praying lady, can you come through? and come and spend some time with me. And that's where the turnaround came. Because uh, I, I actually took myself to the AA, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, hmm. because I was really uh, drinking. I drank myself <laughs> too stupid just to get over, you know, the divorce and stuff like that. It was very heavy for me, yeah. But uh, yeah, I became a drunkard. I drank every day. I knew every bottle store in coming from work and going back from work. But still, whenever I was in that state, I used to sing in the taverns. I used to sing, you know, people when they drunk, they like to sing gospel. Yes. I was one of them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I was one of them. I started singing gospel and people said, but how can you sing the Lord's song in this strange place? I said, well... You know what, I'm grown up like that. I don't know all these other love songs and all these other stuff. So that's how I, it, it just, it wasn't a place for me to be at here. Now the devil didn't want me also because I was keep talking about Jesus wherever <laughs> I went. <laughs> I love hearing this. You know what, it's very um, encouraging for a mom or a dad maybe listening now. And their child, they, they've, they've raised them in the ways of the Lord. And then life happens, you know, and, and people lose their way. And, and especially the parents are worried about their children and worried that they will die without Jesus, you know. And to listen mm, to your story yeah. today, to know that, they, that that discontent, that thing that you know the truth, you know that you know that you know that it, it'll never, it doesn't vanish, it stays there. And sometimes, and the Holy Spirit uses it to go get you, doesn't matter where you are. That the, mm. the word says, if, if, if I um, teach you the ways of the Lord, that when they're older, they will not divert from it, that it is the truth, isn't it? No, please. Uh, the thing that really got to me also was. The Christians actually put you down. They look at you, they look down at you. They actually want to push you more into the place. But, you know, once the sound, once you've got that in your heart that you love the Lord and 
nothing would deter you because I could have been in a worse place if I had looked at the people around me, especially the Christians that were supposed to be the Christians. They'd walk past, they wouldn't even greet me, they'll mm. talk about me and stuff like that. But uh, we can't look at that. We've got to look at the place where we are. I, as a human being, I know that I could not make it without Christ in my life. And uh, if I had to look at the, the way the Christians or the people were looking down at me, I could have stayed and become worse. But uh, because of the love of the Lord and because God loves us, God, yes, Jesus loves us all. Mm. And he looked down at me and he saw my faults, he saw my need. And I took him at that and that's where the change came. As soon as the change came, uh, there were some doubts. As you'll hear in the song, there were some doubts. And then I started writing music again and coming back to the Lord musically. Because mm. that's the only thing. Maybe I can't preach. I'm not such a good preacher. But everything comes out in the songs that we do. Yeah, you that's know. very special. Neville, if you now look at broken people, nah, because you've been yeah. there. And you know why you ended up there and how the world con convinced you, you know, that, mm. that it's something that can maybe just dull the pain. Or, I mean, you, no, no one decides I'm going to be an alcoholic. You get there little by little and you end up a very broken person. And when you say that it hurt when Christians didn't have time for you and, and, and were condemning yeah. you and all of that, if you now look at other people who are where you were, do you have more mercy in your heart for them? Yes. I love them more. <laughs> mm. No, I love them more because uh, it actually made me strong. It made me deal with something that's deeper than just being a Christian, just a title. It's the relationship that I've got with God. It made things much more different. It made me face life because of the relationship with God. But people are just people, and that's just the way they're going to be. And when they see you the first time, the second time, you're back in the Lord, they still don't believe. They still think that you're getting yeah. that weight. Yeah. But I, I praise God because there is breakthroughs on the, on the one side. Some people are bad on the other side. Some people are good with you, but the love of God just overcomes everything. I just walk through those situations, and I love the Christians, even the ones that were trying to hurt me. Mm. Maybe you can go into places where other people can't. I mean, you can go into a bar today and know that it mm. doesn't define you, that, that, but that these people need to hear the gospel just as much as anyone else does. And you used to, yeah. they know you're singing gospel songs in bars. <laughs> so you should be fine. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And even till today, people find me, because uh, we do quite a lot of uh, open-air meetings and, you know, we're reaching out to the young people on drugs, especially here in Eldorado Park, there's a lot of that. And, you know, you can't go and tell them, yeah, you must talk this, this, don't do this, you don't do it this way, don't do it, do it this way. No, we go and approach them in, in a much different way. We show them love, we show them God loves them and God cares for them. Because people never love these people that is on this now pace and whatever it is. Mm. People don't show them love, they just look down on them. But those people need our love. And from there, if they know that somebody loves them, yes, 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 there will be a change. 
there will be a change. And I can see it happening even in the community where we're at now. I see those changes. I see a lot of things have stopped. And just by showing love to people, just by greeting somebody and telling them that Jesus loves them. Yeah, and you got music. Music is like a... Yes, yes. The people always want to listen to good music. Correct, correct. And that's where I am, yes. We have uh, services here at a place here, the course Newburgh, Platz. And uh, we have services here every Sunday. And God has been a blessing here to this place, really, in a big way. I'm very excited to hear that. Neville, we're going to play your song, Nandi Ungatanda Busi. Tell me about this song. And now that we, when we listen to it now, what do you want us to hear? As I said, I've been (laughs) with a lot of these friends from Zimbabwe, and we got together one day. And they said, brother, are you still singing? I said, yes, I do sing. (laughs) Now that I'm back with the Lord. Let's do something. Let's just write a little song because they are musos, uh, musicians as well. And uh, I got together with this one guy. His name is Quiet. And the guy that was actually pushing the recording, is his name is Wusi. He's now overseas, but he'll be back in a few months. And we just start writing the song slowly, slowly, slowly. We went to an old song. We changed it a little bit. And then I just... Done an English part in the end to finish it. Mm. And what's the message of the song? The message is don't doubt. Don't be like the doubting Thomas. Trust in God, trust in Him, and everything will be good for you. Amen. Amen. Neville, if people want to connect with you, do you have like social media or places where people can follow you, like a website and everything? I'm on Facebook. I think I will put something on Facebook there as well. Under Neville Newman. Under Neville Newman, yeah. Right, people, let's listen to the music. Nandi Unga Tanda Bozi. Let's listen to the song and be encouraged. Do not doubt ever. God is too good.